Okay, so this is very funny because what you're about to hear is podcasts and you're probably wondering like where's uh you know Black Widow you said it was Black Widow now it's Batman uh, Long Halloween Part 2 don't worry I explained that but I recorded this episode uh the 17th the evening of the 17th Sunday and it's funny I was like you know there's really not it was a shorter episode as you can tell by the timestamp maybe and it's like well there's really no big news to talk about but some news just dropped today, and I was like, well, I have yet to, re- you know, uh, submit the... They're not submit, what am I trying to say? I have yet to publish the podcast, so I was like, well, I can hop on here and discuss it for a minute. Of course, the news is Jonathan Majors is out as Kang. Marvel's done with him. Now, look, I'm not going to get into was it right or wrong. I've seen the video of him running, yes. I Look, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not here to, d- to debate that. That's not for me to decide. Um, but I'm just here to, to talk about the facts. The fact is, he's out. So, that's what we know. Now, I... Look. My uh, my first reaction to this... I mean, it, it sucks and it's sad. Because he's he does have a... He, he's a really good actor. He's great look, good screen presence... Hope I don't know. Again, I don't know. Not here to debate that. It's just the, the situation sucks. But we have to move forward and look at you know what's Marvel to do now. So, uh, man. So they've already changed Avengers Five. I mean, this is the working title. Avengers Kang Dynasty is now being referred to as Avengers Five, and already my brain is already like, oh my gosh, Marvel, Disney, are you really, are you really going to overcomplicate this? Like, please tell me you're not. Please tell me you're not going to overcomplicate this and be like, well, you know, so what we need to do is figure out a way to kill off Kang and all of his variants but we need to do it in a way that furthers the progress of the ultimate story that we're trying to tell, and we can't do it with with filming any new scenes with Kang. So, how are we supposed to do this moving forward? Recast him. Recast him. Recast him. Recast him. Do not overcomplicate this. The fact that they've already... They're like, well, it's not Avengers 5, it's, Kang Dyn- it's not Kang Dynasty, it's Avengers 5... Stop. Just recast him. My pick, if I if you asked me, I would go with a guy I've wanted to see in Marvel for a while. It would be John David Washington. I think he's a really good actor. I would like to see him get elevated a little bit. That's just me. So, I mean, look, they recast, uh, you know, they recast War Machine, right? Nobody, nobody cared. You know, it's not, there wasn't like some big outcry of like, oh my gosh, how did you do, they recast Hulk, right? They recast Hulk twice. So, look, just recast him, don't overthink it, just put someone in the role. You don't, again, I I just, I I sense that they're, that they're going to, and, and the reason I sense this is because they've been doing this, like, well, there's, there's been all these rumors 
you know, that have that have been circulating before Majors was was ultimately let go of like, well, they're deciding what to do with the character. Then maybe they'll bring in Doctor. Ju- God, just stop. Just recast him. We, the audience, are fine with that. I promise you. Just recast him. Just say, you don't have to bring it up. Just like, hey, this has been Kang all along. Who cares? It's a, he looks different. Who cares? We're not even going to acknowledge that. This is the new Kang. If they took my advice, it's like, it's, it's John David Washington. That's Kang now. Who cares that he looked different? We're not going to acknowledge that. Just move forward like that. Everything you had in place with Jonathan Majors, just move forward with someone else. It's really that simple. I promise you it's that simple. But I, I feel like they're going to screw it up. I just feel like they're going to overcomplicate things and be like, well, well, we got to we gotta figure out a way to kill off this character, but again, make it, make it make sense to the story. No, you don't. No. Just recast him. Just recast him. Just recast him. Now, that being said, the direction of Marvel... Whew... It's not great. It's not great. Look, I'm glad there's only going to be one movie next year. I think that'll help with the superhero fatigue. Whether that's real or not, I don't know. I'll get to that when we do our end of the year best of worst of movies. I I have some thoughts on superhero fatigue, but this is not the place. But I happened to notice on uh, today, actually, on Twitter, a friend of the show, Simon, SGC Speaks on Twitter, he had some. He had. He had. Uh, he had. A, he had several um, good takes today, and yesterday. I guess one of these. Tw- anyway, uh, and I, it's something I've been thinking about. But he kind of summarized it real well, and I'll I'll share a few. So the first one's a quote tweet, and it's like the fact that Sam. It's a quote tweet. It's a picture of a, uh, you know, Sam as Captain America now, and says the fact that Sam's. This is the I'm reading the quote tweet. It says the fact that Sam's one of the current faces of the MCU and hasn't even appeared at a project since like three years ago is so messed up. Simon says, <laughs> "That's funny." Uh, he says, "We saw Wong four times and Captain Marvel three times." By the way, it's a great point. It's a great point. And this, I'll read a couple more before I throw my two cents. Um, he had. One or two others. Um, so yeah, his 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 thought on um, Kang Dynasty says, "I find it funny that we knew the main focus of this movie before we knew who the Avengers even were." Uh, it's 2024. We have no idea who's on the Avengers, who leads the Avengers, and who they answer to. Y'all should probably cancel this movie altogether. That was his take on uh, Kang Dynasty. So. I mean, I, look, I don't know if they want to cancel the movie. I, I won't go that far. But, boy, do they... One of the problems with Marvel lately... And thankfully, the Marvels did not do this. I mean, they, maybe they did a little bit with the Young Avengers tease. But, you know, if you haven't... I think everybody knows by now. The X-Men appear, or at least Beast, appears at the end of uh, at the end of the Marvels. And supposedly this is going to lead right into Deadpool 3. Great! Perfect. I have no problem with that. But let's look back at some of these post-credit scenes, right? That still have yet to be paid off, right? Okay. Let me let me pull up just a few. Let me pull up just a few on our on our list here. A lot of these movies we're about to do here on the podcast. Uh, so yeah, coming up a couple weeks from now, we have Shang Chi. Captain Marvel appeared at the end of that. They talk about his 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 rings and the symbols on them. 
have we seen Shang-Chi since? No. And I understand, I understand the, the actor's strike, but it's like, forget the actor's strike. Pretend there was no actor's strike. There was going to be three movies next year. Deadpool 3, which I doubt Shang-Chi was going to be in. And then you had Thunderbolts, and then Captain America New World Order. Still calling it that. Shang-Chi probably appears in, in one of those, maybe? But it's like, that's... Even if there was no actor strike, that's three years. That's three years. You really... You're going to have a post credit scene that takes three years to pay off? I mean, it's one thing... It's one thing if it's just a continuous story. You know what I'm saying? Like... Let me think of a good example. Um, like, if there's a post credit scene in a... I, uh, why am I drawing a blank right now? Okay, let's just... Hypothetical. There's a post credit scene in... Um, I know there wasn't, but let's just pretend there was. A post credit scene in The Matrix. Okay? Well, I know that that will only be paid off in The Matrix 2. Because there's not going to be like a spin-off of The Matrix. But with Marvel... They're firing, like, three movies a year at you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's a difference. Like, I know moving... Like, if if, if there was just a, a, a trilogy of movies that existed and only those trilogy existed, okay, the post-credit scene's going to pay off into the next one. I think John Wick had post-credit scenes or mid-credit scenes. And it's like, okay, I don't expect those scenes to be used in another movie. Like, I know I'm going to have to wait for the next John Wick, you know? So, that's... I've, I'm fine with that. But with Marvel, it's like... You're, you're, you're doing TV shows. You're doing, like, you know... All these movies. It's hard to keep track. You know? Let's move forward a little bit. Eternals. Okay. Thanos' brother. What happened to him? Where'd he go? Again, that's three years ago. Because, you know, he was supposed to drop in 2024. And again, may, this is assuming that any of this would be answered in Thunderbolts or Captain America New World Order. And we're pretending there was no actor strike. If. And, and Thunderbolts and Captain America New World Order are not exactly space movies. Just saying. Not saying that they can't be or that something couldn't happen. But when, is, when are we going to get Thanos' brother? Where, you know, <laughs> what happened to that? Right? Uh, what was the other? Oh, um, uh, I'm said Morbius. No, uh, Blade. Blade and Excalibur. Where are they? Okay, well they're making a Blade movie. I understand, but it's like maybe you don't pay it. Maybe you don't tease a movie that we're still like two or three years away from making. Just a thought. So, I mean, I mean, Spider-Man did it perfectly. Like they would tease one and then go into the next one and the next one. Right. That's how it should be done. But these these Avengers adjacent movies they just and then these tv shows like where's moon knight what's what's he up to where's she hulk where's she is she an avenger or is she ever going to be used again i don't know like that's that's the thing that's killed me lately look you want to kill off iron man and captain america and you want to bring in and, and unfortunately black panther which but that was different circumstances um you know you want to bring in new Avengers to freshen things up, fine. Should they have done that? Well, hindsight tells us no. But they did. So, you want to do all that? Great. But maybe you should actually use them. Like, don't just bring them in. Be like, hey, look, here's Sam. He's a new 
he's the new he was Falcon. Now he's the new Captain America. Oh, also, you only had to you could only know this if you watch the show, which not a lot of people have. And then we're just never going to use him in any of our movies. And then we're going to he's going to be the star of a movie in 2024. Now 2025, but he's going to be the star of a movie in 2024. Well, if you didn't watch Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, like, do you care about any of that? Do you know what's going on? Yeah, this was, that's always been a problem. And then it just goes to a larger problem with the whole Kang Dynasty thing. It's like, you know, okay, you've established Kang as your big villain. Number one, are you really going to just undo all that? Because it's like, well, the actor got in trouble. Okay, well then recast him. Simple as that. Just recast him. You know? Like, that's... Hello. That's... the Go down the path of less resistance. That would be it. I promise you. Now, is Kang Dynasty going to pull in billions of dollars like Avengers did? Probably not. But at least you've, you're, you're really slow, but you're building a story that ultimately leads to Kang, right? It's super, super slow. But you're getting there. But now you're thinking like, oh, maybe we should undo all that and recap and not and just kill off the character and blah blah blah. Whatever. Just recast him. Don't overcomplicate things. Make it easy. Just recast him. <sighs> but yeah, that's that's really been my problem with Marvel lately is these post-credit scenes that just take absolutely way too long to pay off and people don't even remember them. Like, honest question. Honest question. Who, when I, when I mentioned, um, when I mentioned, uh, Thanos' brother, like, how, how many of you were like, oh my gosh, I forgot Harry Styles is in the MCU. Be honest. Just be like, oh my gosh, I completely forgot about that scene. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's, like I said, it's been, what, three years ago, and I don't even, I, like I said... I know the actors strike. I'm not blaming Marvel for that, but it's like best case scenario. Harry Styles' character appears in Thunderbolts or uh, Captain America: New World Order, which again, those aren't space movies. I don't think. So would Thanos's brother be in that? Eh, I don't think so. He could be. Maybe he could be in Deadpool three. I don't know. But it's like. If he's not, when are we expected to see this character again? Why did you show him? Why did he? Why did you present him to the audience? You know, like what? What are you doing? At least with Guardians two, yes, it took a long time for Guardians three to come out. Part of it COVID, but it's like at least they tease. It's like okay, we're gonna call him Adam, and then Adam debuted in Guardians three, right? Okay, but I knew he was gonna debut in Guardians three because you know. That was going to be the next movie. But it's like, with this, I, I don't know when Thanos' brother is showing I don't know when Harry Styles is showing up again. For all I know, they forgot about him. But that's been my issue with Marvel. Uh, hopefully they just recast them. Sucks about Jonathan Majors. I, again, not going to debate whether they should or shouldn't have fired him. But they did. So I'm only going to go with uh, with the facts. And, uh, yeah, I think I've talked enough about this. I did not expect to get 16 minutes of this rant, but 
Once I got going, it felt kind of good to unleash a little bit. But uh, yeah, uh, that is it for me. Enjoy this episode. I explain why we're doing Long Halloween Part 2 instead of Black Widow. I explain all that, but uh, breaking news this big, I had to get in and drop my two cents. So that is it for me. Please enjoy the show. Hey there, folks, and welcome once again to Eddie and his amazing friends, Hero Cast. No, no, your eyes are not deceiving you, and no, you didn't miss an episode or two. Let's just get it away. Let's just let's just let's just clear everything up right now. First off, follow us on Twitter at ec underscore hero, Eddie C eighty five. Or on Instagram at ECHeroCast, also Eddie C85, that's Eddie with a Y. Today is Batman, The Long Halloween Part 2. I know what you're thinking. Eddie, last week you said Black Widow and that the Batman, The Long Halloween Part 2 would be in two weeks. You're right. I did say that. And let me clear everything up. So... As you guys know, I do prefer guests, but it's hard without a designated co-host to get guests every single week, especially during the holidays. However, I did manage to secure a guest for Black Widow. Spoiler, it's my fiancé again. But she said, on the condition, I gotta do it the following week because, well, you know, work, Christmas, all that stuff. I said, all right. All right, I don't, I don't normally like to go out of order, but I figured we'll fudge the numbers a little bit. Besides, if ever there was a week to go out of order, this would be the week, right? I mean, you're doing a part one and a part two. So I was like, okay, not a big deal. I'd rather have a guest than not have a guest. Plus, you know, she likes doing these. Do I really want to, do I really want to upset my fiance just for a, you know... A tiny bit of continuity, you know. It's I don't I don't think that's necessary. Besides, I'd rather do the guests than without. So it's a win-win, really. So I just figured. I thought about just jumping into uh, what was the other one? Uh, GI Joe Snake Eyes, and I was like, well, what the hell? Let's just do the Batman Halloween Part Two. You know, like let's just let's just knock these both out. So there we go. That's the reason. For that, and uh, yeah, so the Long Halloween Part Two—that's what we're doing. We've already discussed the cast, although barely. 
Actually, I forgot to mention last week. Um, let me see. Who was it? I forgot to give like a quick little shout out. Was, um, yeah, Jack Quaid as Alberto Falcone. Jack Quaid, of course, from The Boys. So, there you go. But, uh, yeah, no other superhero news this week. Uh, I know there was some... Uh, there's always minor stuff, but nothing too crazy. Although, James Gunn did have an interesting take. He said that uh, cameo porn was killing these superhero movies. I don't know if it's safe it's killing them, but uh, it is a lot. I'll give him that. It is a lot. So... I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's really all I've seen. Nothing, again, nothing nothing too crazy. But uh, anyway, um, oh, only change, let's jump in the time capsule real quick. Only change in our champions was a Raw Women's Champion. It is Nikki A.S.H. Eh, okay. <laughs> that was, uh, that was a hell of a run. It's a hell of a run, I guess. Lasted like a month. And then our song, this is actually going to be a spoiler alert for the last two weeks, Butter by BTS. K-pop is just dominant. I don't know. I'm assuming it's been the number one song for, for, it will be the number one song for the other two episodes. I haven't checked. But man, if it is, four-time champion. That might be the, that might be the song champion. I can't think of any other song that, would have topped the uh, the charts that many times with us. Uh, anyway, what was I doing? At... Oh, Long Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, because there was just a commercial for it. I was watching the 2020 Olympics during this time. Yeah, not a lot to pick from. Hey, not every episode is going to be a home run as far as my time capsule, okay? I don't lead that interesting of a life. But yeah, the 2020 Olympics. It drove me crazy that they kept calling it the 2020 Olympics in 2021. It's like, guys, just we all know what the deal is. Just change the year. Like, it's not a big deal. It's fine if you call it the 2021 Olympics. No one's going to be mad. I promise you. Also, I feel like they should go back to Tokyo for the Olympics. Like, that's not fair that nobody got to attend. Like, I, I feel like they, they, you know, like, okay, Paris gets it next year, 2024. That's fine. I'm okay with that. But 2028, I think, should go back to Tokyo. You know, it's like, it's not fair. They Their Olympics got attended by nobody. Besides, Tokyo's a cool city. I'll be there in February. How about that? That'll be something. And... Ooh, I wonder... Mm, no, probably won't. Never mind. There was a... There's a, a a Japanese superhero movie coming up, but I don't think we'll be getting to it by the time February. I was like, man, that would be cool to do a Japanese superhero movie and record it in Japan, but I don't think there's those are going to coincide at all. Um, yeah, so... It's a streaming movie. Long Halloween Part 2. No but Well, there was a budget, but no box office... Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score we do have, though. Critics, yet again, 100%. Fans, 82%, which is a little bit of a dip. I think last week's was 84, if I'm not mistaken. I did like part one better, spoiler alert. I did, and I'll, I'll tell you why. 
But yeah, we don't have much else to shout out about. It'll be a fairly quick episode. No sitcom rant this week. Um, but yeah, so here we go. Figuring out who Holiday is. Part 2. So, we open with Bruce Wayne. He's in a garden of some kind. Not a garden, but like a, a field. He's with some girl. I'm just like, what? What did I miss? And it's actually Poison Ivy. He is under the spell of Poison Ivy, or the poison, or whatever you want to call it. And he's writing checks to Falcone. So, Poison Ivy engaging in check fraud. That's very funny. But yeah, he's writing checks to Falcone. It is um, Valentine's Day, and there's been another murder. Bat signals on. No Batman. Then it's St. Patrick's Day. Another slaughter of a gang members. Bat signals on. No Batman. Cut to April Fool's Day. Really? April Fool's Day? That's a holiday? Like, wouldn't you just go with Easter instead? I don't know. But no, no, no murder. Bruce is about to sign over all of his assets to Falcone, but Catwoman shows up and stops him. That was, that was good. Who is anybody like verifying these things? Like, hey, it's Bank of Gotham. Did you really write a check to fifty thousand dollars to a uh, known criminal, Bruce Wayne? <laughs> I guess you would verify him if he was under uh, the spell. But sure. Uh, cut to Arkham Asylum, and Scarecrow has escaped on horseback, which was very funny. And Batman shows up asking who helped him escape, but Scarecrow sticks him with a poison syringe and he starts seeing things, like the murder of his parents. He's reliving that again. Later on, Dent and Gordon visit Bruce and mention he signed over a lot of his assets to Falcone, and he never gave a statement to the police the night Alberto was murdered. And Bruce is like, well, you know, I, it was fraud. I didn't... We're getting it all straightened out. Okay. I'd love to hear that. I mean, like, look, I work in fraud. I would love for someone to call in and be like, actually, I was poisoned uh, by a woman who uh, administered toxins from a plant and made me do things I didn't want to do. I'd be like, oh, okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, the police are a little suspicious. They're thinking maybe Bruce Wayne could be Holiday. Hmm. Well, of course, we know he's not. But uh, Bruce explains that, you know, when I was a kid, though, my father saved Falcone's life. And Luigi Maroni, that was uh, Maroni's father, tried to kill Carmine. My father saved his life. And Bruce believes his parents' murder was retaliation for them saving the Car saving Carmine Falcone. I actually like that. I like that better than just a random dude in an, in an alley. You know, and I especially like it better than it turning into the Joker. From, but uh, of all the ways Bruce's parents have died, this might be my favorite tie-in because it's like we've had it be a random dude, Joe Chill was that his name, and he had what is it like he had um, he had dirt on one of the mobsters, Falcone, I guess, and Bruce was gonna shoot him, and you know. We, we remember that from Dark Knight, or sorry, Batman Begins. And then there was uh, the original Batman when it turned out to be Joker. I didn't really like that as much. And then there was the movie Joker, where it was just one of Joker's random dudes who was, you know, rioting with them. And 
they just shot him. So, but this was probably my favorite because it actually makes sense that they were targeted. I guess I don't know. So on to Mother's Day and Holiday kills Luigi Maroni. Hey, Luigi Maroni, he's dead. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I just I see Luigi Maroni on my notes, and it just looks like Luigi Mario, and it just reminds me that that was the name of the Mario Brothers in the terrible '90s movie. So. Maroni's son goes to Dent and offers him to testify against Falcone for full immunity. Meanwhile, Catwoman sees Falcone at a cemetery paying for a hitman. Alright. So Catwoman... Or sorry, um, cut to the 4th of July. Another holiday. Scarecrow and Mad Hatter. I believe that's the podcast debut of the old Mad Hatter. Was he in last... I don't think he was in last week's. Let me double check. If he was, it was very brief. Um... Let's see. Yeah, no. Um, let me see here. Mad Hatter was... Uh, no, he was not in part one. So, yeah. This is the podcast debut of the old Mad Hatter. How about that? It's crazy that he's never been in a movie. He's a, He's fairly popular, I guess. I don't know. I think he was... I think he was supposed to be... Oh man, this is. I think if they were gonna do uh, another Batman movie after Batman and Robin, I think the villains were supposed to be Scarecrow and Mad Hatter, but I'm not positive. Or maybe Man Bat was in there. I, I don't remember, but I know Scarecrow. But maybe Mad Hatter was tossed around there. I don't know. I I don't know. He's not. I don't know. He's not that interesting, but uh, it, it might be kind of interesting. It might be you. He could be okay, I suppose. I don't know. He doesn't differentiate himself enough, other than the fact that he dresses like an Alice in Wonderland character. But yeah, here he has made his debut on the podcast. So congratulations, Mad Hatter. So. uh... What did I say? Fourth of July? Yeah. Fourth of July, they are robbing a bank for Falcone. And in the process, they capture Batman. Batman does manage to escape. As Scarecrow and Hatter drop off cash at a cemetery. Falcone's hitman attacks. Catwoman and Dent show up. And during this craziness, Dent, like, wakes up. Sees the hitman is dead. And one of Holiday's guns is nearby. So Dent, who's now starting to hear voices, thinks, Oh, I did it. Maybe I'm... Maybe I'm Holiday, and I just kind of black out, and I don't know this. So, that's what he's thinking. Um, so, in court, Dent has Maroney on the stand, who goes back on his deal and accuses Dent of being Holiday, since Holiday killed Luigi. That would be the reason. So, and he if so it's like Maroney thinks Dent is Holiday, and they had this deal, but then Holiday went and killed his old man, so... He, he reneged on the deal. So, you can guess where this is going. Old Maroney tosses acid right in Dent's face. So, we, uh, we get our origin here. Meanwhile, Batman finds Holiday's gun in Dent's basement. So, we're thinking maybe Harvey Dent is Holiday. 
Elsewhere, Harvey leaves the hospital, and Falcone's men pick him up, but it's a trap. Harvey manages to kill them because they blame Dent for Johnny and Alberto being killed. That was why, so now both mobsters want Harvey Dent dead. Dent escapes in the sewers. He befriends Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. They keep reciting that. I'll be honest, um, I know Solomon Grundy. His... Him being in this movie was just very odd to me. It's like, what is he doing in this movie? What purpose does he serve? And it's like, obviously the the animated movies are made for more hardcore fans, but like, if I'm not a hardcore fan, like, who is this guy? Why is he living in the sewers? Why was him being born on a Monday mean anything to me? It's very strange. So, yeah, befriend Solomon Grundy. They intercept a prison transfer from Maroney. Uh, Harvey, who is now fully Two-Face, he goes to kill Maroney, but Batman and Gordon stop him. But Holiday is there. Holiday snipes Maroney, kills him. It was Labor Day, by the way. So, fast forward to Halloween, and Two-Face and Grundy break into Arkham Asylum. They free Poison Ivy... They free Scarecrow and Mad Hatter. They start causing havoc in Gotham, but Calendar... I did love that they left Calendar Man in his cell. Because Calendar Man says, if you freed me, I'll make sure that uh, Holiday is stopped. But they're like, well, we don't want Holiday stopped, apparently. So, Calendar Man's still in his cell. Cut to Falcone's building where Carmine and Sophia, that's his daughter by the way, they are attacked by Two-Face and his band of villains, which now also include Joker and Penguin. It was weird seeing Joker as like a henchman in this movie. I, I didn't... I thought that was a little strange. I, I, I don't know. Joker... I, I don't know. It's just... It's a little weird feel like they included him because it's like Joker and Joker's popular, but uh, I don't know. His his role in this movie was odd. Um, but yeah, yeah, there they are. So Two-Face, <laughs> or rather, uh, yeah, Two-Face is about to flip a coin to determine if Carmine lives or dies, and we get an F-bomb as Carmine says, just pull the F and trigger. But Batman and Catwoman come in, stop it. I do love where Batman gasses Solomon Grundy. With Scarecrow's toxin, so that puts him out of commission. They manage to subdue everyone except Poison Ivy, who ties them up in vines. Batman flashes back to when he and Ivy were, quote, dating. But he snaps out of it, breaks free. Two-Face is about to kill Falcone. He flips a coin, and he's like, guilty. Boom. Kills him. Kills him right there, right in front of his daughter. Sophia gets up, attacks Two-Face, but she's pushed off and uh, falls out the window and dies. So, rough go of it for Sophia. R.I.P. to a real one. We hardly knew ye. Uh, Two-Face then, uh, this was after the fact, on the uh, roof of the Gotham PD, he turns himself into Gordon. He says, look, I dished out all my judgment, except, except me. I'm guilty in this too, so, yeah, I, uh, I have to, uh, I have to stand trial myself. And he says, uh, it's time for, time for me to face judgment. And then he says, I claim responsibility for the holiday killings. So he, 
Two-Face admits, he's like, look, I was, I was Holiday. It was me. So, but we the viewer, we know that's not the case. So Batman visits Gilda Dent, that's Harvey's wife. And she reveals that she was in fact Holiday. Here's the thing. They dropped a couple hints that it could be her. But this, her reasoning for this is something that was completely unknown to the viewer of the movie. So, I didn't really like that. You know, it's like, think of the most, what's the most uh, famous murder trial? I guess OJ, right? Of this, at least of this century. Or, sorry, not century, it was last century, but at least of, like, this era, right? It would be probably O.J. Simpson. So imagine if it was like, oh, by the way, the jury was right. O.J. Simpson actually didn't do it. Nicole Brown had, like, a butler who was embezzling millions of dollars from her, and she found out about it and said, return the money or else I'm going to the police. It'd be like, well, hell, I didn't know any of this. So, of course, it would make sense that the butler did it over O.J., Right? It's like, yeah, you can't... I mean, it's 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 fine. They dropped hints for a lot of characters. They dropped hints for Batman. They dropped hints for Two-Face. They dropped hints for... Well, not Joker so much. But then the... Who else did they drop hints for? Gordon a little bit. So it's like they dropped hints for a lot of these characters. And all of them had motivation. But they never shared two, uh, Harvey Dent's wife's motivation. So it's like you had really no reason to suspect her. So I must say, I did not care for that payoff it's like well yeah once we know all this of course it makes sense that she did it but we the audience don't know why she wants to do why she wanted to murder all these people we're about to find out but it's like I had no idea watching this movie well so that was kind of my issue but uh, what was her reasoning what was her motivation well I'll tell you so she hates Falcone because she was actually when she married, or sorry, her and Alberto met in college, and he knocked her up. Alberto got married to her the same day that they found out she was pregnant, and Falcone didn't like that, so he he forced them to annul their marriage. I'm getting so many notifications. I'm turning all this off. I'm sorry, uh, but yeah, he forced them to annul the marriage. And then he forced uh, Gilda Dent to have an ab- to abort her child, which made her infertile. So she's not a big fan of the Falcone family. And he did this because Carmine would never allow a child born out of wedlock to, because he, you know, the, I mentioned the kid was conceived before they were married, and. You know, Falcone, he's a he's an old school guy, so he would never allow an heir to his throne to be a bastard, basically. That was their reasoning. And plus Alberto was always kind of the black sheep of the family. But that was her reasoning. And she married Harvey because they got along, she said, but Harvey was the best chance to take down Falcone. And, but she decided to take matters into her own hands. So, there's her reasoning. Again, I closed that window. You're not allowed to send me notifications anymore. Like, I don't... 
I don't understand that. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's the deal. That's her reasoning. Again, I didn't really like that. I thought the payoff was kind of weak. I mean, it's like all it's a murder mystery, but we're not. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like we're not told of any of this. So how how are we, the audience, supposed to be like, oh, I bet it's her? It's like we have no motivation for her. What would her motivation be? Well, you know, she has this history with Carmine Falcone, forced her to get an annulment from a marriage, forced her to get an abortion. Okay, I, I that makes sense, but I didn't know any of this, so how was I supposed to be, as the audience, how is it going to be, it's like, oh, let's have fun solving the mystery. It's kind of hard when you withhold pertinent information, right? I've done one of those, uh, what was it, the dinner theater murder mysteries before. I didn't get it right, but in my defense, um, I didn't like how they did the layout. And, and you're saying, oh, you're just making excuses. No, 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 here's the deal. Like, it was like a buffet, right? They they had all the people sitting at tables, right? And it's like, oh, table one, you can go to the buffet. Table two, you can go to the buffet. And then when my table finally got to go, I was at the very end, it's like, as I'm eating, they're like, okay, everybody, you could start asking questions to all of the, you know, the dinner party guests. And so I ask like three people questions like, oh, where were you when this murder happened? You know, why would you want art stolen? You know, what is your deal? And it's like, I asked three people and it's like, okay, everybody, that's time. And I'm like, there's like 10 people. I only got to talk to three of them. So I just made a guess and I was wrong, but yeah, that was, uh, my one and only dinner party. It wasn't even a dinner party. It was more of like a, um, I don't even know what you call it. <laughs> it's just a, a, a big, it was like a, there was a silent auction that was there. It was like a charity thing. It was like a silent auction. And then they, they, they hired like this acting group to bring in, you know, these actors to do this dinner party thing. And you had to interview them. But again, it's like, I, because I was eating and they're like, okay, you can ask questions now. I'm like, well, geez, it'd be nice if I got, you know, as much time as everybody else. I only, like I said, I interviewed like three people and there was, you know, like 10 and you really couldn't solve the murder unless you interviewed all 10 people. So I think they, uh, they think they need to work on that. I was a little disappointed, but that's the deal. But, uh, yeah. That's that's me and the murder mystery. And just like that one, I, I didn't get this one either. But again, pertinent information. Would have been nice to know all this. So, uh, you know, the, the Mrs. Dent, she asks like, Hey, uh, am I going to get in trouble for this? Are you going to tell Gordon? And then Batman just leaves without answering. Because that's funny. By the way, he should. I mean, you are like a serial killer. Even though she was, Even though she promised, she's like, Holiday's done. I don't need to do a mini- I don't need to be holiday anymore. It's like, oh, okay. Well, that's that's fair then. If you, it's, not, it's like, it's like, you you promise not to murder anyone anymore. Okay, I'll let you. I'll let that slide. It's like, no, that's not how. You don't get to murder a bunch of people. She murdered like, oh my gosh, she murdered. It's hard, I can't remember. I mean. There was groups of people that were murdered. See, there was the hitman. There was um, 
I'm just thinking this episode, or this part alone. There's the hitman. There was someone else. Um, I think there was three. And then there was that massacre, which was like five people. And then part one, I mean, there was Alberto. There was, which, by the way, I thought you and Alberto were married briefly. And he was your baby daddy. And then you murdered him. A little strange, but okay. So anyway, that was it. Uh, we cut to Wayne Manor. They finally get some trick-or-treaters. Also, Selena Kyle is just in a, like a bathrobe, so I guess she is staying the night. So way to go, Bruce. Congrats on the sex. And yeah, they finally get some trick-or-treaters, and his trick-or-treaters dressed like Batman. So the end. And that was Batman The Long Halloween Part 2. I really liked the origin of Two-Face. I loved it a lot. I would love to see it done. I mean, look, I loved Aaron Eckhart as Two-Face. That was great. I loved it. I would not mind going on that ride again. Give me a Two-Face in the Robert Pattinson Batman world. I think that would be a lot of fun. Give me another Two-Face. I'll take it. I thought uh, Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face was really bad, but so far we're one for... <laughs> yeah, we're one for two on Two-Face. That's funny. But yeah, uh, give me give me a Robert Pattinson Batman universe Two-Face. I, th- I think that could be interesting. I like the acid being thrown in his face. I, I actually... I like that a lot, but uh, man, the way they did it in... Dark Knight Rises was really cool, too. Sorry, Dark Knight. Why can't I get these movies straight? The way they did it in Dark Knight was cool, too. But, uh, yeah. I'll take uh, I'll take another Two-Face. That sounds fun. Although, I wouldn't... Again, wouldn't mind seeing some new villains, too. The old Mad Hatter. Let's get him going. <laughs> Mad Hatter and Solomon Grundy. Right. Now, I'm still wanting to see Clayface. But I, I think Clayface would do better with... Uh... Oh... There was Batman news. I knew there was something. Uh, I'll get to that in a second. But let me get the grade out first. So, as I said, I liked part one of uh, The Long Halloween better. But um, these were both really good. And part one I gave an eight and a half to... Um, yeah, I like the origin, like I said, I like the origin of Two-Face, that was well done. There was a lot of villains in this, like, it, they kind of overdid it almost, I mean, Poison Ivy was kind of, I mean, Poison Ivy they threw in a little bit, but it's like Scarecrow and Mad Hatter, and then Solomon Grundy, it was a lot, and then, like I said, Joker was like a henchman, that was strange, but uh, the Two-Face stuff was really good. And then the mystery, the payoff of Holiday, eh, I wasn't so keen on that, I'll be honest. I'll give this a uh, 7.5. But again, overall, these DC movies are really good. As of now, I don't think there are any more scheduled on our list. That's not to say that I've done a thorough job checking. However, <laughs> uh, I kind of have, I think. So I don't know. I don't think they have been on this list, but that's not to say they can't add some. We'll see. But uh, 
the Batman news. So, the, uh, okay, never mind. Uh, yeah, there was, um, rumors, that's all this is, just rumors, some of which James Gunn's already debunked, like, uh, Palm Clementine, Clementine, Clement, you know, Mantis from Guardians, they, uh, she is not in Superman Legacy, but rumors, that's all it is, is that James Gunn's Batman will be played by, um, where is it? Why can't I just, I just, oh, um, the dude from, uh, Jack Reacher, um, and, yeah, Alan Richson. Jeez, I'm having a hard time tonight, I'm sorry. But yes, Alan Richson and Jack Reacher. He'd be a... I mean, I don't mind it. He's a big dude. He's 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 very big. <laughs> so he'd be a very buff Batman and tall. And he's, he's a big guy, but I don't hate it. He looks like a Bruce Wayne, and he could be a Batman. So I don't know. I'd be fine with that. Anyway, that's all. But yeah, next week... Next week, there is Black Widow. That is on Disney+. Plus. And uh, just in case, just in case, there is no Black Widow next week. For whatever reason, scheduling, whatever, then I will, in fact, do Snake Eyes, the G.I. Joe movie which is uh, apparently on free on YouTube. Am I seeing that right? That's crazy. Or on Paramount Plus. Free on YouTube. I wonder if it's actual. I gotta, I'm curious now. Is that really? Is it the actual movie? Or is it just some garbage pirated thing? I don't want... Well, serves me right for trying to load it up and... Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> the real deal. That's funny. Okay. Well, yeah, it's going to be either one of those. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it is Black Widow, which is on Disney+. Plus. If not, then, yeah, I guess uh, Snake Eyes is free on YouTube, which is kind of wild, but there you go. Uh, that does it for me. And that does it for old Batman, The Long Halloween. I liked it. Do recommend it. Part 1, I liked a little bit better. But the Two-Face stuff was was very good in Part 2. So, our our closing line. I believe this was Carmine Falcone, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't write down who said it. I don't know why. But... He was saying that, you know, because this all started on Halloween, he's like, oh, some of the boys in the family have been calling it the long Halloween because it started on Halloween, now it's ending. So, he says, <clears throat> "The no, this was, um, no, this wasn't Falcone. I guess it was probably, it was, uh, it was Two-Face who said this. That's right, it was Two-Face. So, he says, <clears throat> The long Halloween is over.
see something strange. Come with us and you will see. This is our of Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Pumpkin scream in the dead of night. This is Halloween. Everybody make a scene. Trick or treat. Tell the neighbors on the dive right. It's our town. Everybody scream in the town of Halloween. I am the one hiding under your bed. Teeth ground sharp and eyes glowing red. I am the one hiding under your stairs. Fingers like snakes and spiders in my hair. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 In this town we call home. Everyone hail to the pumpkin soul. In this town, don't we love it now? Everybody's waiting for the next surprise. Everyone hail to the pumpkin song. 